0: fellow humans, lend me your ears so that I may whisper into them in order to ease your lower back pain and sciatica. This episode is entitled how to go up and down stairs with back pain or sciatica. After revisiting the use it but don't abuse it rule, you will learn why going up and down is different to walking on the flat, how to adapt and how to turn stairs into a rehabilitation tool. Okay, so diving straight into the use it but don't abuse it rule. If you've been on the podcast before, you will know this is one of our mantras, or in fact our main mantra. It's vitally important that you stay active when you're rehabilitating your lower back or sciatica. So hence the use it aspect. And the full version of use it but don't abuse it used to be use it, or lose it, but don't abuse it rule. But we kind of shortened it because you know people like things to be short. But that is a physiological fact. If you don't use the different physical attributes or indeed mental attributes you have, then you will lose them. So it's vitally important that you use your physical capabilities or you will slowly lose them. And that makes it more likely that your lower back problem will recur after it seems to have solved itself. The don't abuse it part, of course, is also a vital part of that rule as well. Don't abuse it means do not do things that make your pain worse. So if attempting to go up or downstairs is just agony, then you probably need to avoid it in the short term. Or, You need to do it in such a way that it doesn't hurt. And moving on to that stage, you, well, in fact, before we get to that, how to adapt, let's do the first bit. So why is going up and down stairs different to walking on the flat? Well, you know, if if you observe bodies at all uh, or you're interested in mechanics, this will seem very obvious to you. But if you're listening in and you don't match one of those descriptions, this is for you. So walking on the flat, your spine is usually in what we'd call a neutral alignment, whereas going up, there is a tendency to lean forwards. And by leaning forwards, particularly at the waist, you will tend to flex or bend forwards your lower back, which immediately puts those joints, muscles, ligaments, tendons, discs and so on into a different mechanical loading position. So going up, one tends to lean forwards into flexion, and coming down, people often lean slightly back into extension. So immediately, there are different forces at play on the joints and discs and so on. But also in leaning forwards and backwards, and of course, in, um, in particularly going upstairs, you're moving and using muscles to do those movements very differently to walking on the flat. So when you go upstairs, as you place the leading leg on the step above and try to push up, you are recruiting particularly your gluteal muscles, uh, which attach or at least attach into areas which then attach into the muscle, sorry, clumsily explained there Gavin. Um, So your gluteal muscles attach into your the top of your hip bone or what we call your iliac crest, as do your lower back muscles. So there's an overlap between these muscles. So as you contract the gluteal muscles you'll be having an impact on your lumbar muscles and very commonly this is painful for people. So going upstairs in particular you recruit big powerful muscles which could cause you little spasms of pain or sometimes big spasms of pain. And of course, going downstairs is a similar but slightly different story. You will be recruiting muscles that you don't recruit when you are walking on the flat. So that's why going up and down stairs is very different to walking on the flat. How should you, could you adapt? so that going up and downstairs is not as incredibly painful and here I reintroduce you to the power of the brace and uh, yep here it is there you are Uh, for those who've listened in before that is me slapping my abdominal cage So your abdominal muscles wrap all the way around and uh, and attach into what we call the fascia. So that's a tough membrane which attaches around your lower back. So by bracing and tightening up your abdominal muscles, you will also stabilize your lower back. So I would encourage you if you find stairs painful to start, um, whether you're at the bottom of the stairs or the top, by lightly bracing your abdominal muscles. And that's how to do it, it's just tighten everything up. Uh, As I always say, as though a small child was about to punch you in the stomach, is just tighten the muscles up so that um, you're stabilizing the lower back before you initiate the movement. So tighten them up at the foot of the stairs when you're on your way up, tighten them up at the top of the stairs when you're on your way down and keep them lightly braced the whole time you're on the stairs. You may find that you need to do one step at a time, so right foot up, left foot up, right foot up, left foot up, and so on. Um, You may find that it's easier to lead with one foot than it is with the other, so experiment. Adaptation is all about experimentation. And to do this mindfully, which brings me on to the third point about how to turn stairs into a rehabilitation tool. Think about it, yeah? Uh, the people I see who in many ways make the the least eventful recovery, and by that I mean they just steadily get better without relapses, are the people who are mindful about what they do. And I don't want you to be um, really anal about this and overly concerned and overly involved in everything that you do, so we don't want you to be tense and anxious about your movements. But just take a little moment to think about what you're about to do. So if you're having trouble with the stairs, just think about it. You know What is it about the stairs that's difficult? Would it help to lean on the banister, for instance? Or just help to grab a hold of something to help to stabilise you? Um, here's an interesting one to play with so when you grab the banister actually grab it and grip it tight because by gripping tightly with your hand this facilitates other muscle groups tightening up so if you place your hand lightly on the banister and brace your abdominal muscles in many ways that takes more thought than gripping the banister tightly and bracing your abdominal muscles so essentially you'll tend to get a better brace if you grip something tightly. So using this kind of mindful approach can be really helpful with challenges like stairs. And as, I, as I'm trying to make the point here, you can use stairs, therefore, as a rehabilitation stool, uh, stool. A rehabilitation tool. So by thinking about what is it about the stairs that's challenging and working out how to uh, go up and down those stairs without spasms of pain, you're learning. And that just, the more learning, and hence the value of this podcast, the more learning you can do, the better you understand your back or sciatic problem the faster you'll tend to rehabilitate because you won't make the same mistakes again and again. You won't be abusing it and therefore you will have a smoother recovery. So if stairs are initially painful, work out what is it about the stairs that's painful. Use the brace, think about your movements and try to do those movements in a controlled way such that they're no longer painful. And once you've achieved that, then use stairs as part of your rehab. So if, at the moment, you can get up a flight of stairs, but, you know, it's a little bit painful by the time you get to the top, then just stick to doing that one flight, I don't know, once or twice a day. Um, Obviously, you'll have a necessity around how many times you have to go up and down stairs. But if you have a choice over that, you know, just, just stick to the use it but don't abuse it rule. So do it once, um, but then the next day perhaps go halfway up and then turn and go back down again so that you're very slowly building up the, amount, uh, the number of stairs that you attempt and thereby using up and down stairs as a rehabilitation tool. So there we go. We've turned stairs as a complete disaster zone for you into a rehabilitation tool hence the value of the podcast now if you would like more in-depth and personalized um, evaluation of your lower back pain or sciatica, please use our free online assessment tool to work out which exercises are best for the relief of your pain and within that, we will send you those exercises and a tip sheet, oh, well, it's more than a sheet, it must be about a 20-page document to help you to rehabilitate. And you can find that at all the allthewsactive-x.co.uk. And of course, if you haven't as yet, please go back and listen to the first six episodes of this podcast. They are the foundational episodes that will help you to understand why your lower back pain keeps or sciatica keeps recurring, what to do about it and essentially our whole approach. And the whole investment will be less than an hour for six episodes. Short and snappy stuff. And finally, please give us a review on iTunes. Of course, we are here to help people like you and we can only do that if we can reach them and your reviews on your podcast player of choice whether it be iTunes, Spotify or whatever you're listening to this on really help to uh, solidify a reputation so that others like you will listen to the podcast and we can help them too. So thank you for that and look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the X Backs show. If you found this helpful, please pass along our web address to your friends and colleagues, active-x.co.uk, and please leave us a positive review on iTunes. If you have any questions related to lower back pain or sciatica, send them in, and Gavin will aim to answer them in future episodes. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at X